You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Dort Podcast with Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning into this special edition of the Hashtag Dork Podcast. My name is Rich Keefe. No Ryan Davey today because he did not watch the program. So <laughs> joining me tonight is the one and only Billy D. He, of course, is one half of the Pop Culture Piledriver podcast. So he has the the great fortune of working <laughs> with Jason Rossi on a weekly basis. Billy D., how are you, sir? Uh, I'm no Adam Cole, but I'll hopefully fill in, in the uh, guest seat pretty well. Well, it's funny because we were talking about this show, or I was asking people, like, has anybody seen this? And it was just crickets. Nobody mm-hmm. had seen this show. I never even heard of it. Yeah, I know. There's not, like, a lot of advertising for it. It's an Apple TV Plus. So, like, if, unless you have Apple Plus and it pops up on the thing, if you never go there, you're not going to have heard of it. We kind of mentioned it during our TV preview, but it was, like, one of, like, 100 shows that we mentioned. And then somebody at work said it was pretty good. So I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. And I'm like the only person watching it. So I'm like, anybody else watching this? You're like, no, but I'm, I need a new show. You watch this whole thing in a weekend, correct? Uh, probably less than a day. I think I started it last night and watched it till like 2 a.m. And got to like episode six or seven. And then whoa, around like one o'clock, finished it by four. It was riveting. I did the same thing with the first season of Lost, which is like 20 episodes. Oh, wow. Um, And I watched them in like. 21 hours or whatever it was but this was up there with that it was crazy yeah this was nuts and it was so it was nine episodes they were at most an hour maybe 45 to an hour uh but not and it's weekly well for most people it's weekly or if you're like billy d or if you're out there and you're like you don't know what the hell this show is you can watch it all right now you can watch it in one day you can watch it in one <laughs> sitting maybe two bathroom breaks mixed in but it is it uh like riveting intriguing one of those shows where you're just dying to know what's going to happen and they keep giving you like a little bit of breadcrumbs. So this part of it is spoiler free. This part mm-hmm. is very much spoiler free. I'm not even going to ask you if you liked it because I can tell very much that you did. I loved it as well. Like I think it's uh, got to be in the mix for TV show of the year. I know only four months in, but it just it, it's one of those shows that made you think. And it was like it's such a cool idea because it's like the sci-fi element, but just like also a, a thriller and a I guess a drama as well. Mm-hmm. And then that last episode. Might have been as close to like uncut gems as you've been, where you're just kind of like, Jesus Christ. The the whole whole series made me feel physically uncomfortable. And that's a good like uh, reference there because I don't think I felt more uncomfortable since that. Like uncut gems, I was like 
I didn't like what I was feeling, but I did. You know, you were supposed to feel that way. Yeah. This whole series, my heart was like, oh, what if this happened? Like, I just crazy thoughts just run through your head the whole time. Uh, I think, and then the actors are really good too. So like Adam Scott is, is the, is the lead in this, but then you also get John Turturro, you get Christopher Walken and Patricia Arquette, as far as like the very known actors and actresses, then there's a bunch of other characters that you may have seen or actors, I should say that you may have seen. And what's also wild about this was, uh, directed by Ben Stiller. I know I, I, was, I saw that every time and I had to look if it was the Ben Stiller. Like that is, that is the Ben Stiller. And so he directed i think it was the first three and the final three episodes wow. so i guess he took a little break in between there but yeah this was mostly him which was pretty wild uh I'm trying to think what how well so basically the premise is this this is what it just says on wikipedia so no spoiler a sinister biotech corporation lumen industries uses a severance medical procedure to separate the non-work memories of some of their employees from their work memories one severed employee, Mark, played by Adam Scott, gradually uncovers the web of conspiracy from both sides of the division. I would even say that's a little spoilery. I would just say it is just imagine like you go to work, but you don't remember anything about your day. You come home. And the weirdest thing is they don't have sleep. So to them, it's just a constant string of you showing right up to work. It's just like boom, boom. And then it's, like, day. it's like binging a show. Day. You're just like into yeah. the next one, into yeah. the next one. No, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a little spoiler. I've been explaining to people, it's like, yeah, like you, when you're at work, you don't know what you do in your home life and, and vice versa. Um, now, with something like that, with any kind of sci-fi show, there's always sort of like questions that I have. I'm like, well, if you don't have any of your like home life memories, isn't that also like your schooling and your education? So like, it's a tricky kind of thing. So like, if you're going to work, if you have any memory of how you learned math, wouldn't you also have memory of the people you learned math with, et cetera, you know, like all that kind of shit. But I guess that's one thing you got to kind of leave it. You got to kind of throw that out of the window. Yeah. I think they do try to get that out of you. in the first thing with the, when they're like, you know, where are you? You don't know where you are, but you know that Delaware is a state. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, you yeah. don't know the color of, you know, somebody's eyes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. They do kind of, they do have a conversation, I guess, about some of the stuff like that. Um, yeah, and it just goes from there. Like it is, it is super uh, kind of like kind of trippy. Uh, and I will say, it's much like Lost, except in Lost, they were on a beach, so they okay. couldn't like bury a ton of clues. This thing is just like Easter eggs left and right. Everywhere you look, there's an Easter egg. And like the way they shoot stuff, like that first shot, I think you're supposed to think like it's a like it's a coffin shaped table, and she's just fucking lying there. Yeah. It's a good point. And like the way they go through the building and they walk through the building, like, I don't know how anybody would know where the hell they were. Cause every hallway looks the same. Mm -hmm. Every doorway looks the same. And it's like a maze. And so that all adds to it. Like that, that location becomes a character as well within mm -hmm. it. The deal oh is, as soon as you walk in, you boom, you snap into this person. And as soon as you walk out, boom, and they explain how that all works. But that's, and that's the, all pretty wild. The craziest thing is, too, at certain points, it's so dark you can't even see. But that's only in the outside world. When mm -hmm. they're in the innies, which right. you know, we'll get into, it is blast. It, there's not a shadow in the place. It is the most, like, the symbolism, like, we can get into that later. But, like, it is just, the detail that was put into this is wild. Yeah, that's wow. a good point. It is incredibly bright, and the office spaces are so wide open, and and the whole thing. I don't know if there's anything else non-spoiler I can really do. Uh, the acting was great. The casting was amazing. Even like the bit players, I thought were really, really good. And if you like 
a fun adventure. Like if you like trying to figure shit out and you won't, you won't figure a damn thing out. No, God, (laughs) not even a wink. Like there's a few of these shows. Like, so the after party was also a Apple plus show. Um, That was with Sam Richardson and like a whole bunch of other people. That one, I figured out like the first, maybe the second episode. Mm -hmm. It was a whodunit. And you're like, okay. And they're like, hey, whatever, it was fun. This episode, and we'll get into all the questions that we still have remaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's so many questions. They do give you some answers, but mainly you're left with questions. And there's like a million different theories out there. I've tried to do my best. I haven't read up on what these theories are yet because I wanted to kind of have just my own impressions of it. Yeah, but... I haven't watched a thing yet. Okay, yeah, and I guess there's like a whole bunch of I think Ben Stiller even did an interview, which I was like, should I read that first? I'm like, no, I'll read that later. So some of this stuff, Ben Stiller may have already answered, um, but in the meantime, let's just let's get into it. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! So, Billy, I found there's probably about, give or take, anywhere between five and ten, like, oh, crap moments. Like, whether it was a twist or whether it was just like, a, oh, shit, I can't wait for the next episode moment. And the first one, I liked the show right away. I liked the way it was shot. I liked the acting. I, there was immediate intrigue. But at the at the end of the first episode, when you find out that Adam Scott's character, Mark, <laughs> he lives in like a place by himself. And the person that lives next door to him is Patricia Arquette. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, maybe everybody who works at Lumen is uh, is severed. And mm. so everybody's there, but then you find out that she basically isn't, she's not severed mm. and she plays two different characters or two different humans. And she's just living next door to Mark, keeping tabs on him, but she's also his boss. And so she knows the any and the Audi of Mark and Mark obviously is clueless about it on in both places. Yeah. But he doesn't like it. It's not the same for everybody. I don't think everybody has really that experience. I think no. she might've took special interest in me. The first one for me, that one was also like, Oh, Cause it took me a second. Cause she's like a completely different human. Like, yeah. He, he doesn't, she doesn't even need to be, but um, right. the one for me is when you figure out that like, it was all going wrong in the interview room mm-hmm. and you're like, oh. yeah, Holy yeah, yeah. shit. Like you think it was perfectly planned out. And then it's like, no, nah, this is the guy's first day as like the leader of the band. And he's fucking up big time. Yeah. That's a good point. They, yeah, they showed how, uh, cause you get the two different perspectives on mm-hmm. that. And then you and you see it, and then because you're you're introduced really to Helly, and Helly is going in there, uh, and then another one of the moments I think was so any Helly tries to kill herself, and she also is in there, and she's uh, replacing Petey, who is also a part of the uh, uh, macro data refinement group, which I uh, love, <laughs> which is incredible. The, the, the four people there, so she's replacing him. She tries to kill herself. She's trying to get out of there. She's doing whatever she can. They keep going up to her, like, you can't smuggle things out. You can't smuggle notes out. You can't write. Chop her fingers off. She tried (laughs) chopping her fingers off. She tried everything. They didn't let it. And then she saw a video from her Audi being like, no, like, I reject this. And like, you're staying in there. And that's when you're like, the 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 video basically canceled her. Like, she was just like, you're not a real person. And at the time, in my head, I was like, this is just a party girl. She wants to shut off her brain, never have to work, and outside, just do whatever the fuck she wants, but, you know, go in, you know? And then you find out what it really is, and it's even more fucked up. Yeah. So you find that out with with Heli at the the very end. Um, By the way, Heli? Yeah. That's, like, they are, like, just peppering in, like, little bits of, like, that kind of stuff everywhere. Like, her name's Heli. 
Like that's a clear reference to Helen. At one point, there's a great shot of her standing in front of her name, covering the Y. Yeah. Because they're not in well, they're basically in hell. Like I, it's not purgatory or anything, but like there's no. so many things buried in this. And that's that's the other main thing is you're trying to figure out. Um, and at first, you're really only getting the Adam Scott version mm -hmm. of the in the Audi. He's like the only character that you're really following with that. But you're really fascinated. Like, all right, why are they going in there? And with him, it's explained pretty early on that mm -hmm. his wife died in a car accident and obviously tragic. And so for him, he's like, I can't shut that off. I'm grieving all the time. I'll agree to do this because it's also cool. Like you see snippets of it and like through his sister and for the outside world, like everybody's aware that this is going on mm -hmm. at this one business. And there's obviously two sides to that. Some people think it's completely inhumane. Others are like, yeah, whatever. And so he agreed to do that for that reason. And you're mm -hmm. like, okay, that's what that is. You don't know why John Turturro did it at first. You have no idea why uh, Dylan, who's his I love Dylan. He's awesome. <laughs> How about Dylan's glasses always be like down? Like right on his nose? His yeah. Nose, like fall but, down his nose. He's hysterical. And he like, he has all like the little finger traps and yeah. stuff. He likes all the little shit that they give him. All the, all the fucking trash gifts. Uh, but you don't know why any of them are, are in there. No. Until the end. So the finale kind of gives you reasons why why they're in there and so i don't know where we want to start let's start with with john Turturro, for example because okay, uh, i was confused by him i have a yeah. theory but you go first so he plays the character of irving and when he's in there he's a super by the book but then he also all of a sudden he he meets christopher walken's character bert and is very intrigued, <laughs> very very intrigued by christopher walken who works at uh o and d optics and design Mm. and he's always interested in what's going on there but but this is the most straight laced guy and he was the last one to kind of jump over with them as far as like all right something's going on we we need to figure some shit out here and then he's like let's burn this place to the ground burn it to the ground he's pissed because <laughs> bert was leaving and bert even then you see a video from bert's audi mm. and he's just like i don't know any of you in here i wouldn't know any of you and it doesn't matter <laughs> but irving you're right. He, I think, the stakes for him seem to be the the least in the in the season finale. But one thing that was pretty intriguing was, or two things actually, with him. It looks like he was investigating Lumen anyway, like on the outside. He had all this information on them. I think that was his thing. If I were to venture a guess, I would say he went in there to see if he could figure anything out, and wound up being the most, like, the biggest mark for the company out of anyone. Because yeah. like when he that's also kind of funny too. Like there's there is comedy, but it's very like very but like when he's like reciting the passages or like maybe we should hide inspirational quotes around the office. <laughs> like it's it has a little laugh here and there. It does. Yeah, it is because it is some of it's so so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I think and then when it stuff's really tense, it's almost easier to crack a joke or whatever. And he's kind of interesting too, because he is the only one I think that has any reference to the outside world in there because he's a painter, he's got that black crap coming out. And it comes out in like his dreams. And he also painted the fucking uh, the elevator room like a thousand times. Yeah, which he wouldn't have been in there, right? Or we haven't seen him in there. Isn't that like the was that or is that like the closet room? Or that's whatever? where they sent Gemma, like Gemma. the yeah. the his wife that we find <laughs> like that. Uh, that's another Miss Casey. Miss Casey. So maybe I don't know. Like it's weird. Like maybe they rewiped him and he had a different job in there before. Yeah, because obviously it can be reversed, and that's mm -hmm. the whole thing with Petey and like that whole character and that whole thing on the outside, and Petey getting in contact with with Adam Scott's character. But yeah, because as I was watching the John Turturro thing, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like he just happened to be at home when 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 they pulled off the thing, and Dylan, you know, manipulated mm -hmm. it, and they did the overtime protocol. 
like whatever he's out there and like his paintings pretty like oh shit his paintings are things that he we don't know that he really knows of and yet how would he have that memory of it but then he had boxes and boxes and boxes of information on him he knew where mm -hmm. Bert lived and he clearly has been in that he's been severed longer than any of the other main characters mm -hmm. that we're talking with too yeah, because he he they referenced another person that was even before Petey too at one point. Mm -hmm. So, but like on that map, he's got like four names written down. The only one you recognize is Bert, but like there's other names with like lines drawn all over it. So I think he went in there on purpose, and then much like uh, what's his name used as the excuse, Mark S. When mm -hmm. he saw what's her name at the funeral, he was like, maybe he's just keeping track of people who are also in there. Maybe he knows they're up to bad shit. Because we we get nothing but him painting, you know what I mean? That's it. No, that's definitely it. Uh, obviously, Heli is the one that we maybe should have seen this coming. I didn't see it coming. No clue. I had no clue. But the whole idea, because I'm with you, like the the party girl uh, theory was a good one because you're just like, all right, she doesn't care what her innie's doing in there. She has no idea as long as she comes back not completely physically harmed, although mm -hmm. she was the one time, mm -hmm. but. Uh, whatever get your paycheck and then just go and, and live your life but no it turns out her dad is in charge of the whole goddamn thing and um uh was a Kier lumen yeah <laughs> which is great and he's so basically like they treat him like a god there's even like a couple of like old testament new testament references where, like i like the first book better like <laughs> right 100%. there's like all these like slavery innuendos too but like she clearly like a lot of things make sense once you find that out like when they're oh we're so glad that you're here like you're gonna save this for us so yeah. she's i think she's trying to be like a martyr so she can be like the head of the company i agree i and i wonder if ever since they started this process everybody that's been it's been passed down to in mm -hmm. that family has had to do it and that's like one of the things just oh. so like if you're like in charge you're like you can tell people it's not, like i actually i went through it like it's part of the process. i don't know because i think they were like that's why she was having this big press conference. Because my question was when I saw that, like, do you think she knew how bad it was? Uh, no. Like, she, no, right? Like, no way. Yeah, no. Couldn't volunteer no for that. I don't. I don't think she would have known that. And then, yeah, because you're right. Like some of them, they they view them like as they're not even really people, and you wonder how they're going to be when they're in there. But she clearly is pretty cold blooded. Doesn't care. The one thing about the show, as great as it is, it is kind of lucky. And it's like obviously it's written this way, mm -hmm. so uh, you sort of go. But the fact that uh, Adam Scott was where he was and mm -hmm. Ellie was where she was when they pulled this off is a little kind of convenient. It was convenient, but it was almost bad because like, and he gives it away when he says her real name, like her work name, at the party. Yeah. Like he's yes. actually in a bad situation when it starts. He's hugging what's her name? That's um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's hugging Patricia Arquette. So you think it's gonna be really bad at first? Yeah. Uh, you're right. It's it's bad in that sense that and it's, it's convenient for the storytelling. Right. Yeah. Convenient for the storytelling because he was surrounded by so many people. You don't know how long you're going to have. Mm -hmm. And he was able to have a lot of conversations and mm -hmm. find out why he went in, find out why his wife, uh, what happened to his wife, and then find out who his wife was mm -hmm. all in a span of like 20 minutes. So but and then the whole thing with Heli is that is just crazy. And the people coming up to her, they couldn't tell that that's who it was. Uh, pretty wild her her character i thought it was always kind of like pretty interesting and like mm -hmm. she was like the new the new kid in school but then this last episode went to the to the next level what do you think is up with her uh her dad though because he's like he's particularly strange yeah i mean he's like 
He's a cult leader, basically, right? Yeah, I think he. But I, I almost wonder, like, did he get severed and then come back? And then he's like, not all the way back or something, because just the way he talks, it's like so overboard where it's not it's not just like this guy who's in charge of everybody yeah. and, and maybe super intelligent but there's also something kind of robotic almost about him too well because what's her name the sister there thinks yes. that pregnant woman was wiped and she was that was another one of the holy shit moments was yeah. what you caught up to her and you're like oh shit so they're severing people not just in the building yeah which yeah. i think might be some of the characters that we don't know about yeah probably. because like by the way the brother-in-law we haven't mentioned he's hilarious <laughs> hilarious <laughs> and like i love the juxtaposition of how on the outside adam scott thinks he's mm. like an absolute quack <laughs> yeah. and on the inside they all read his book like it's the bible and it's like the most important <laughs> thing in the world like that, that's great it's like the anti-doctrine of the book of kieran whatever the hell yeah. it is oh yeah it is it's like the op it's the opposite stuff yeah the oh that's the other thing so kerr and like the book of kerr or whatever like we also see that like patricia arquette's character on the outside has like a shrine to him mm. So even though she's not severed, she's like fully taking the cheese on this guy. Like she thinks even when she gets fired, she obviously is still sticking, sticking by him very much. Yeah, I can't figure her out. I can't figure out like what her motivation is because she's kind of she's not mean to like at the beginning. I was like, she's clearly manipulating him with the barrels thing just so she can kind of get like his rhythm to his day and stuff. Yeah. But then at the end, even when she like goes to save Helly, I think she's like, this isn't going to work. You guys are going to get just even worse down there yeah so she i don't also, like she made the show kind of scary too like oh my god her her talking to mark especially on the outside because like as a viewer you're like god damn it like she knows so much mm -hmm. and he doesn't know anything and you're just like what is she trying to do like is she trying to manipulate him into what and the in her accent too was just creepy mm -hmm. so and she, even like when she was in the office that gave me a couple of like jump scares when she like banged the table and got in his face <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah she was she was pretty nuts now the whole thing with adam scott and his uh his wife that was also that was nuts i legitimately was like what the fuck <laughs> that might have been the biggest jaw drop for me the first season and there was a few of them but the miss casey thing because she's another character who you're like i'm like i don't even think she's severed like i think she's she's like a robot i thought well i thought she was just like the uh like the guy in the white uh shirt the big the big oh milchick Milchick's great. <laughs> Milchick, man, he might have been the MVP of the season. The dancing was oh probably God. the best. <laughs> like the dancing, like wheeling in the fruit cart. That's the other thing. Like the prizes in this are just waffle party. <laughs> waffle party, and then poor Dylan has to go to like this this fucking ridiculous house. That's like it's like a museum, and, and then they have an eyes wide shut dance for. <laughs> it was great. Terrible, but um, yeah, no, uh. So the the Ms. Casey element of it, and so she's there, and she's doing like these weird like uh, therapy sessions, and then she gets in trouble because they'll take off on her, and they're all. They, this is when they're trying to figure out what's going on. But you're like, all right, something's a little off with her. Like she's like so programmed. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the the big reveal is that is who Mark was married to. So Mark thinks she's dead. So obvious theories here would be, is she like really dead? Mm -hmm. And they like somehow brought her back or something in this way. Because she said she'd only been alive for like a hundred hours or something weird. Yeah, but I and think like, it's because like she when she's there, she goes back to like that closet or whatever, and yeah, they just yeah. bring her out when they need her. Yeah, it's she's like a, a vampire or some shit. It's yeah. weird. And 
The thing that really weirded me out is when they cut back to the office and Patricia Aquette is watching the conversation like intimately. Yeah. Like she's like, like she knows both of them. Right. Pretty, like that, that blew out. That, that to me was super weird. Cause like, why is that so intense? Well, and that's, that's just what it goes back to too, is like, there's something about Mark and her working at Lumen and and then Patricia Arquette having to live next door to Mark to sort of keep an eye on him. Mm. And then every time I think the, the real reason why she was watching it so closely is it's like a test. And then she later says something about how like, obviously it's working mm. because she's like, if Mark can't recognize her in here mm. and if she can't recognize him, then like, holy shit, this thing is foolproof, mm. I guess. But, um, I just don't know. Like if Lumen had something to do with it or like if for some reason they needed Mark or did they like just they obviously had something to do with her death. Like it had to have been. Yeah, 100 percent, because otherwise, how would she be there? And PD says the thing about um, some people don't leave. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they're like. Maybe that's one of the things. Maybe they're like corpse and bodies, <laughs> you know, like maybe <laughs> like. Because, uh, like, we don't know what the fucking, uh, what are they called? Data refinement? Oh, my God. Data refinement. We don't know what that is. We, oh, we don't know what any of it is. It's mysterious and important work. We know that. <laughs> Just the scary numbers. Get rid of the scary numbers. Yeah. What do you think it is? Like, I I've I no had no idea. idea. Yeah. I Not, think one, one possible theory is that it's nothing. And they just, mm -hmm. it's just because the whole thing is like a project. So the mm -hmm. whole thing is like, all right, we're going to have like teams because they really, I think, are just trying to make sure that this shit works. Mm -hmm. And like, so they're doing it. Maybe it's for something else. That's one possibility. Or it could be something much, 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 much worse. Like, it I, depends on like how like crazy it's going to get sci fi wise because they could be like, yeah, her accident could have been something that they caused or predicted by doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, by doing that data, this is the location of it, and go get her dead body, and we'll replace it and bring her back, and all that kind of, like a Stranger Things type of thing. So like, it awesome. is just that's the thing. Like, there's so many things that keep you guessing. And then the guy, the the other thing that was a fucking oh shit moment was when he went to go see the guy, the woman that brought Petey back to yep. like regular thing, and she just fucking kills a guy. You can't kill that guy. And you're like, <laughs> oh shit. So yeah, what they're doing in there is obviously pretty pretty bad because those mm -hmm. people pd and the, that other woman know what it is or they're at least they know enough of it mm -hmm. and if they're willing to go there now going back to milchick so again great character also there is something unsettling about the short sleeve guy to tie so it's a comedy trope <laughs> through and through that's what they put every the uh, short sleeve nerd jersey like dwight Schrute. boom yeah. if you want to right. make somebody look geeky in the office so it's so weird to put like a big masculine dude in that shirt who is like clearly the uh he's not the highest in the building but he's the one that like oversees that group the most and has the most sway mm -hmm. over them. he's the one that puts sends them to the the penalty box if you will and is like always moving them around i don't do you think he is inherently a bad guy or do you think he actually might be a good guy I don't know. It's tough to tell. Like maybe he's under duress. Maybe like they have his family or something like that, or somebody right. he knows is severed and like he has to work along with it. Right. I think he's a bad guy because I think they're trying to like blur the lines there. Cause I think Patricia Arquette's character to me is a little more mysterious. He just seems like kind of a dick, but he didn't flip out too much when that guy bit him. Doug bit him. 
No, and like as as mad as he gets, like he he doesn't really do anything to anybody. Mm. Like, and obviously he's the one that went in there and shut down Dylan uh, doing the overtime thing. But mm. he also this was another whole shit moment was when he did the overtime protocol to Dylan. Oh my god! And you realize <laughs> that oh shit, if they need to, they can break through to you on the outside. And so Dylan realized he had a kid because all these guys in there they all would make up stories about their Audis and they're like, mm. yeah, my guy does this and this and whatever. <laughs> they have no clue. And Dylan, you find out, has like three kids. Now, have we ever seen Milchick trying to remember outside of the office or is he always in the office? Besides that time, I don't think we see him outside of the office. It's fresh in my head, so I don't believe. We I don't do. remember we do. And if he's going to do the overtime thing, doesn't he have to be? in the office to pull that off or did he go to his house i kind of forget now he he was in his house he was okay. in the closet because he made the kid okay. count to like ten thousand. Oh, right. uh right, 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 and right, then right. somebody else was there i think we see the switch get flipped okay so they probably okay. did have somebody come in to do that because right. the other thing we found out is they're not actually really being watched there's cameras everywhere but like no one's really patrolling it no and it's like they don't know how many people work there. They don't mm. know how they and like the other thing is they stagger their leave times by like five minutes, but you're like not enough time, by the way. No way. <laughs> Especially that big of a building and that big of a parking lot. Yeah. Like you'd be running into people every day, but apparently they don't, or at least it doesn't really matter. They don't really remember. Um, but but it ended with and I can't tell. I I I'm going, I don't know if this is good or bad. The cliffhanger is just one of the all-time cliffhangers. So on the it might one, be the biggest ever. Like I was fucking like, oh, you're gonna end it right there. Like how are you like that? I'm like, as this episode's going on, I'm like, this. I don't think we have enough time. I'm like, mm -hmm. are is it, or is this a ten episode season? I'm like, no, no, this is the finale. This is the last episode, and then it just cuts as Mark yells about he knows that is his wife or he thinks his wife is still alive, mm -hmm. uh, and then Helly just tells everybody that's there to see her how awful this thing is and like it's the worst thing in the world and then they tackle her, <laughs> they tackle her. and Patricia Arquette's about to like run in their building or she's she's in there or whatever I'm like uh like they're getting a season two obviously it's been picked up for a season two it better was with, with with that kind of storytelling but would you have liked them to answer like a couple more things or do you like having this many questions going into another season I mean I like uh what is it called the severance me to the next season like i'll skip the rest of like just to get the ending like it was crazy um i did like it because i do like you know the tease factor of it because now i'm like locked in on this and you know i'm not one of those lost fans who's like they didn't give me enough answers it's like if you tell a good enough story yeah i'm gonna be sad if, I, I mean i would like to know you know yeah if it was just their numbers they're putting in are fake or not but we're not gonna find that out now no. but i want to know I want to know early in season two all about the wife. I hope they get that. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I want to, I want to, on the, the wife part of it. And I was glad as the season was going on, I was like, I would kind of, I'd be interested in what the Audis were like for some of those characters. And then they yeah. finally gave it to you there at mm -hmm. the end. And so I'm curious if what kind of repercussions are going to be there. Like, because once Milchik breaks in, like, what is Dylan's punishment going to be for this? If he was fucking mad at him and threatened his kids for stealing one index card, yeah, for doing this, like, I wonder if somebody's going to go, like, if they're going to off somebody. I don't think it'll be Mark. So I think we're going to find out just how important he is to the whole thing. Because again, he basically has a chaperone living next door to him, which I can't get out of my head. Like, that has mm -hmm. to be for a pretty big reason. But uh, it seems like the board didn't know about it. Yeah. 
Oh, so you think you mean like uh, Patricia Arquette was kind of doing that on her own? Well, I think the board might have known where she was living, but she, they definitely didn't know she was checking up on the sister. Oh, no, no, you're right. They didn't know about that. Yeah, that was another weird thing. Mm-hmm. She's going to teach the sister how to breastfeed. <laughs> so Christ. Like, man. Uh, yeah, no, no, I like that. The the sister thing. And it is interesting. <laughs> Brother-in-law with the book was just, was just hilarious. Perfect. And then Mark said, said like, any mark is now out and he's telling him like how, how great he is he's like all right man yeah quit fucking with me basically he's like, yeah, oh, yeah your book changed my life he's like okay all right thanks that's great the also uh, real yeah. quickly the sheep thing oh goats 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 yeah they had goats i'm glad you brought that up i have no idea what the goats do i think it's like super symbolic obviously because you know the goat like it's a, you know like who's going to be the goat like sacrificed i think yeah. that would be what i would guess but they literally had a guy fucking bottle feeding goats. Bottle feeding goats. You're right. You know what that also in real time reminded me of was uh, scenes in The Shining when they would yeah. just cut over and you get like random shit, unexplainable shit. And you're like, okay, that's a, it's a guy going down on a guy in a bear suit. You're yeah. like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And it's the same thing. You see like just a guy feeding a goat milk. And you're like, they're not ready yet. Okay. Yeah, they're not ready. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's pretty fascinating. So I think also just like how the whole thing got started to begin with, and like what Lumen Industries even is. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll go back to do that a little bit and just see the uh, those characters that that family tree. Like what's going on with them? Because I I feel like the uh, Kier, um the the main guy, the Helly's dad, and Ms. Casey had this had a similar cadence. Like there's something up with them. I don't know if they had the same procedure done to them. Or if they like you were saying, like there's the se- body and mind is separate, mm. or whatever, something something along those lines. Or maybe like like you were saying, like he's a severed person, mm-hmm. but now just reintroduced into real life as like a clean slate. Maybe yeah. that's their plan to just reindoctrinate the world with this new beginning of only knowing Kier or whatever. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. How much money would it take for you to like? do that with your job do this oh my god like i just that was the other part of it as i was thinking about it. i was like all the stuff so like once you're in there for like eight hours you're in there and so like if something happened to like a family member like you can't come out they can't get you or i guess they could technically get you out right because you but you call. remember it like so every time like you would like it's like uh like in sixth grade if somebody like it was like bill you go to the principal office it's like a oh, grandparent's dead you know what i mean like yeah 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 yeah, no, I there's no I couldn't do this. No, no, under no amount of money. No, no chance. That's the other thing they I wonder. They didn't say that like how much they get paid. Well, that's the other thing too is like they're not making enough where it's worth it to me. No, you're like, right. Mark S makes sense from the standpoint of he's just trying to shut off his brain for eight hours and give that guy a life without his wife, but everybody else like yeah, they like, should have so, good excuses too. So Dylan's the only one I think we have no idea for right because mm. heli clearly we may not know the exact reason but we kind of get it like mm. either it's something she has to do something to prove or she thought it'd be easy or whatever uh and then i'm pretty i'm pretty sure irving just wants to take lumen down and thinks yeah. his best bet is to do it from within which again it, it's hilarious how different his character is on the inside <laughs> like just listening to um, ace of spades <laughs> Uh, just painting, just painting hard in there. I mean, I would have thought a million dollars of his classical music. And when I came oh. on Dan Ace of Spades, just crush it in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they, they do a good enough. Oh, so Dylan, we have no idea. We know yeah. he's a family man. So 
it must pay relatively well, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it seems like you get housing out of it too. Yeah. But no, this was a this was just a this was a great show. This is a great. I have no idea how long it's going to take him to turn around for season two, but uh, I don't know, a year probably somewhere in there. Hopefully less, because I yeah. am like. <laughs> Yeah, to see the rest of this. I I think I might watch it again. And after you brought it up, I think the the PD dialogue might be some of the most interesting stuff to go back to, knowing what we know now. I bet his dialogue says a lot. That's the only thing too where I like would have kept him longer mm-hmm. and been like, so what the fuck are we doing there? Like what? Like he didn't like to me. Mark S wasn't nearly as concerned as he should be. Uh no, you're right, and it. Yeah, because like you would just think if somebody told you that, like you, because you know you go in there mm-hmm. and you're like, I, anything can be happening in there. So if somebody does break through to you and is like trying to explain to you how crazy it is, probably probably listen. Or, or I would have a lot more questions. Like yeah, I would have a million questions. I have a few follow ups. Uh, what at a on a scale of uh one to 100. six? <laughs> it's a perfect for me. It's legit a perfect score because it had. I'm a easy grader and recency bias yeah. victim like i think you are in the dsg i 100 am like it, and also like uh, you can't see it on my screen but the open to this show was the most was the best open i've seen for any show in right. years oh yeah there it is back there now uh everything was perfect oh yeah the open was crazy yeah yeah uh i ended up giving it a five and a half i could i could easily i'm closer to a six than i am a five and the reason it was five and a half is I do think at times there was sort of it, it was slow. Like if some mm-hmm. people argued that it was slow, like, yeah, it's a little slow, but I think there's payoffs and it sets up. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going back and forth on like just how crazy the cliffhanger is. Cause I would get pissed at The Walking Dead when they would do like five seasons ago, they would have like Glenn at the bottom of a pile of like zombies all yeah. on top of them. Then they're like, season's over. And you're like, I'm obviously coming back. You didn't need to do it that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but still, like, no, nah, five and a half. So you give it a six. It's a, it's a, it's a great goddamn show. Uh, Billy, anything else on this program? How long would it take you to cut a belt with a knife? I think quicker than Milchik did it. Yeah, that was my main thing. I was like, this scene's taking it. We'll just have him get there a little later. You'll still get the same drama out of it. I also think they should have a different plan. Dylan holding up the two switches. I'm like actually forty the- minutes legit like oh, very impressed yeah <laughs> there's no way i'd be able to do that for like five and i'd be like one of my arms would fall asleep or... i think honestly two minutes because yeah. act, like actually pushing something like this two minutes yeah good point there's no way you could do it for like, grab, like a stick did. and make it a little eat something and smart of him to put the belt on there i didn't think of that mm-hmm. uh, he would he would have just come running in and would have shut it down yeah, they already yeah, set all... that up by him locking in bert s or whatever it was earlier that's right I mean, granted, I've seen this in like 12 hours, man. So (laughs) I know. Yeah, the week to week thing. So, yeah, we had opposite uh, experiences with this. The week to week thing, I was thinking about it like all week long. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, what the fuck was that? And like, what's going to happen next? Uh, Both ways, I think, would be enjoyable because Mm -hmm. you're just like, all right, that was great. Next. That was great. (laughs) Next. Like, either either way, I think, with the show. Um, all right, where can the uh, where can the people find your other podcast, Billy? Uh, they can find us on all the podcasting platforms. Facebook, it is Pop Culture Pile Driver, PCP, and then Doc and I do. I've heard it both ways on Thursday nights. Even though disparaged on this program, we're growing a following. Not by me. <laughs> Not by you. So uh, and yeah. apologize from RVD. We can just racially accept it. Yeah, he fully apologized. So if any of you guys out there like the show, Psych. 
Billy and Doc do a episode by episode recap mm -hmm. of Psych. How much longer do you guys have on that? We're probably right smack dab in the middle. And okay. I was shocked to see we were at like 10,000 all time listens. So. Awesome. Very good. So I like a niche People podcast. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told Doc that about TLDR. I like a real niche podcast. Mm -hmm. work. We just do it's like a grab bag. You don't have to have fun. Yep. There's a little bit of everything. No, it's podcast is good stuff. So, yeah. So check out Billy on uh, those places on uh, Twitter at Bill Yee 2411. He also is the guy that designs all of our uh, logos and everything else that you've seen here on uh, hashtag dork. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with our regular episode. We're going to go through our stack of Marvel cards, guess some of the stats, and make movie pitches for future Marvel movies. And also down the road, the DSG is putting together the top 50 comic book movies of all time. And Billy, I've gotten a look at some of these lists already, and what a mess. I honestly might have to refrain, because I don't think I've seen enough to give a good list. But I'll be a part of it, because I'll make the graphic in the video. But if you want my list, you can have it. But like I did it. All right. It can't be worse than a couple of these that I've seen. One of them, I won't say his name, but I saw Friars list. It's terrible. <laughs> Friars is trash. His his partner, Wesley Sykes, did a list that I swear to God, he's only seen 50 movies because I'm like, there's no <laughs> way these would be on other people's list. But uh, such such is life. Uh, check us out at Dork Podcast. We'll talk to everybody uh, tomorrow and let us know what you thought of Severance at Dork Podcast on Twitter and Dork Podcast at gmail.com. Six out of six for Billy, five and a half out of six for me. Uh, let us know what you thought, and we'll talk to you then. See ya.